Hello and welcome to third episode of Eastwood Talks. At the beginning of this second episode, I would like to apologize for this episode being delayed, but I had a little bit of technical difficulties, so I couldn't record it last week. In last two episodes, we talked about how to choose best e-scooter for you, where to buy it and what to be careful about if you're buying new or used e-scooter or any other e-ride. If you missed those episodes, please check them out. So you decided which e-scooter to get and found a place where you bought it without getting any headache. Now, how to make it last longer and not end up visiting repair center in a couple of days? As you can assume, in this episode we will talk about how to make your e-scooter last longer and how to avoid unnecessarily repairs. At the beginning of this episode, I'd like to ask you what do you think is the second most common problem on e-scooters after punctures? I'll answer that question a bit later in a podcast. Also, I would like to thank Chris for recommending this topic on our Facebook page. If there's something you'd like to listen about or have some questions that you would like me to answer, please leave a comment under podcast post at facebook.com forward slash Let's start with tires. We will focus here on Xiaomi and similar e-scooters. Solids or pneumatics? Standard or 10-inch ones? Let's start with standard 8.5-inch tires. Solids or punctureless are quite popular, but there are so many different models and please don't mix them up with tubeless. Punctureless and tubeless are two totally different tires. Best ones are softest ones, but only under one condition. You should really slow down on bumpy roads or solids can come with quite pricey repairs like broken mudguards and welds on battery. No matter what, solids will never absorb bumps like pneumatics and will always feel at least a bit different. So either get good and soft solids or use pneumatics with good anti-puncture protection. Even instruction manual on your e-scooter probably says that you should slow down on bumpy roads. Please do read your instruction manual. I notice these days most people don't read instructions manuals at all. If you are using pneumatics, check your tire pressure regularly and if tires are worn out, change them because they might get quite slippery. When it comes to 10-inch, pneumatics are mostly amazing while solids are absolutely horrible. There are not many models of 10-inch solids out there and ones that are available are hard like a rock and heavy so they will for sure affect your you know, battery and range and speed and everything. 10-inch pneumatics on the other side can bring you smoothest ride ever on e-scooter without suspension. Beside those two types, there are tubeless tires. As I mentioned already, don't mix them with solids because tubeless are still pneumatics but don't have inner tube. They can't get punctured easily, but they can still get the puncture. Beside type of tire, you should also look up for quality. Most expensive tire is still cheaper than 10 days in hospital. Now let's get to controllers that are second or third most expensive part on some e-scooters after batteries and motors. Most of e-scooters have recommended max climbing angle, but of course you won't carry with you any tools to check hills and can you go up that hill or not. Nobody will do that. If you go up too steep hill, your e-scooter might just shut down dead and not turn on again. Reason? Burn controller. So how to know can your e-scooter climb a hill or not? Well, 
If you're going up the hill and your speed decreases below half of the maximum speed that your scooter gets on a flat, then your motor and controller are probably struggling and might overheat and burn. This can happen on any size e-scooter, small or big, single or dual drive. Just some e-scooter controllers will have overheating protection that will cut off to save your controller so it might turn on after cooling and some won't. So rather get off your e-scooter and push it to avoid pricey repairs later. Quite simple, don't expect miracles out of a couple hundred euro e-scooter. The fact that it's working is already a miracle because manufacturing price before shipping, markups and taxes is quite low. But again, some more expensive e-scooters have overheating protection, but not the cheapest one in the category. Like higher end e-scooters for let's say between 1000 and 3000 euro are quite different and manufacturer of cheaper one needed to cut lots of corners to bring that price down. Now let's go to motors. Most small commuter e-scooters have between 250 and 350 watt motors. Don't expect much out of it. If you do a bit of research, you'll find out that 746 watts are equal to one horsepower. So 250 watt motor has one third of horsepower. To understand this better, mopeds have 50cc engine that usually has three horsepowers. So your small scooter is something like 5cc engine. What would you expect out of 5cc engine? Basic e-scooters are like small cars, just to take you from A to B without crazy performance. If you want crazy performance, get performance e-scooter. You wouldn't go on a race track with a smart and expect a trophy. Next, we will discuss a bit about dashboards or displays. Your dashboard or display is quite vulnerable when it comes to a rain, so if possible, get a waterproof cover or cover display and buttons with adhesive transparent tape. It will probably save you some money sooner or later. Now let's go to batteries. First of all, don't be surprised if your scooter performance drops down during the winter time. All batteries perform better in warmer days compared to colder days. When it comes to charging, even though some e-scooters have smart chargers that stop charging once e-scooter is fully charged, rather unplug your e-scooter at least one hour after charger shows that e-scooter is fully charged. Timer plug can also be quite handy there, especially if you're charging it overnight, but I wouldn't recommend charging e-scooter while you're asleep or when you're not around, especially for unknown brands of e-scooters. You don't know quality of battery cells and BMS inside and you never know what can happen. If you want to use your e-scooter for a longer time, charge it up to 50 to 55% and check battery once a week. If it drops below 45%, put it on charge and top it up to 55%. Keeping battery around 50% is best for your battery while you're not using your e-scooter. Now let's go to charging ports. Most charging ports have cover to protect it against water. Cover your charging port while you are outside. It's not science fiction and it's quite easy and simple task. If your cover is broken, replace it as soon as possible. You don't want water or corrosion on your charging port. Do monthly checks on your e-scooter. Check screws, nuts and bolts and of course adjust brakes. It can save your life. Never store your scooter in utility room, especially if you have a tumble dryer 
and don't store it in a kitchen or a shed. Avoid humid storage spaces. You remember my question from start of the these episodes, right? Well, second most common problem on e-scooters is water damage, and it's never a cheap repair. One of the last things, don't do repairs yourself if you really don't know what you're doing, even if it seems simple like fitting a new mudguard. You know that third screw on Xiaomi e-scooter mudguard, right? Under that screw is your last 18650 battery cell. If you use wrong and too long screw and pierce battery, you will get experience you'll never forget. Check YouTube for piercing 18650 battery cell and you'll see what I'm talking about. Fitting mudguard is 10 euro job and by saving that tenner, you can make over 100 euro damage. If you want to do something, you can clean your scooter once a week with wet wipes, not with water. Just wet wipes will be fine and your mechanic will love you. Trust me on that one. There is nothing worse than filthy e-scooter on repair. First, you need to spend half an hour cleaning it or you'll spend half an hour cleaning yourself later. By the way, e-scooter offers monthly maintenance. So if you're not sure how to maintain your scooter right way, we're here for you. That will be all for this time. Since it's week before Christmas, I probably won't be recording new episodes for a week or two, but I will be back with you shortly with new great topics. Thank you all for your support and shares. If you want to listen about something in particular, please comment below our podcast post on our Facebook page. Till next time, goodbye from your honest e-scoot mechanic.